Look at your little crown. It's so good to see you. And it's so good to not be seen by our listeners. Well, unless you're on Patreon and then God bless you. You beat me to it. (laughs) Anyway. Hello, everyone. And welcome to Review That Review, the podcast dedicated to reviewing reviews. We're just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews. That's Chelsea Dawn. And that's Trey Gerald. And together, Chelsea and I form The Review Queens. Chelsea, Chelsea, I see you've got a top knot and your headphones on. How's your crown today, Tracy? Oh, Che. <laughs> you know what? I like the top knot. Usually before we record, I'm doing a little Pilates with Watch That Rock Pilates. So this is what you're getting. It's cute. Regular- Thank you. My my crown's good today. I decided like that I think we should expand the definition of crown. It's more like a head, like your crown. Like how's your how's your cappy? How's your crown? How's the cappy. what's hap- what's happening up there? Put your keeper on your cappy. What's what's happening? I, things are good. It's been an interesting week. Tell had a me. little bit of a dental emergency, and that's hard. My dad's a dentist, as I think I've maybe mentioned before. I've become very reliant on him, and he lives across the country and somehow my teeth they like they have a schedule they know when i'm going to be home and that's when generally issues pop up but you know this was the first time that an issue popped up and i couldn't get to him in time so it was a little bit uh jarring uh, of an experience but i'm getting through it we're gonna we're gonna handle it it's gonna be fine you just reminded me with this dental talk because i you know i have a list of complaints that i can yeah i just collect them for the podcast yeah and it's for work it's for work. <laughs> yeah. One of the very first things I wrote down was Winnie's breath. And she has a, a deep cleaning dental appointment where they have to put her under in September. Ugh, it's scary. I get it. I've done which it. Which is, I guess, when this will be airing is in September. But regardless, I just thought about that. But you know, my week so far has been pretty good. This is a top secret. Ooh. So I'm going to cup my Whisper. hands over my mic as I tell you. David and I are planning... <gasps> A surprise trip to Six Flags for our nephew, Denver, who's been staying with us. Oh, my God. So we've been secretly planning it. We're going to do it Thursday. So you guys are the best. I'm excited. I like roller coasters. I don't do as well on them as I did when I was younger, but I think it will be fun as long as I have SPF. I do not do well on the roller coasters at all, by the way, in case you're wondering. I do think it might be as you get older. I think like your center of gravity changes. I don't know. I just made it up. I've never been a fan, but my like go-to, I usually only go to Disneyland. I feel like they have the most to lose. Six Flags, they got something to lose over there too. But I look in the line for the youngest person in line, and then I have a conversation with them. That really tends to make me feel better. Oh. Yeah. Well, instead of, instead of feeling better, yeah. why don't we get into things that make us feel bad? Chelsea, oh. would you like to... Lodge a complaint. 
I'm so glad you asked, Trey, because I've been waiting all week for this moment. Yes, I'd like to lodge a complaint against food shamers of any variety, particularly food shamers who shame you because you don't like a certain kind of food. Like, yeah, like I don't like fish. I get it, guys. Yes, I've tried it. Okay, I've tried a lot of different kinds of fish. I just don't like it. It's a texture thing. Like it's a flavor thing, too, but like it's mostly a texture thing. And I I don't like it. And a lot of people really like fish. And I think mazel to you. Like, please enjoy your fish. I'm not going to stop you from enjoying your food, but stop harassing me. It's not. And yes, that means I don't eat sushi. Okay. That's usually the follow-up question. (laughs) That Yes, I can relate because I also am not a fish consumer. But you, Chelsea, have no idea that you've just walked into a a huge sense of turmoil for me. I grew up as a Southern person in the South, and my parents always cooked steaks well done. Mm -hmm. And I once went on a trip with a friend's family, and we went to a steakhouse, and I asked for my steak to be well done. And I was... Harassed. Harassed by the father and told how low class it was to do that, how it's offensive to the chef. And I had like literally no idea, you know, but it instilled this deep, dark fear. And since now, you know, I've mentioned this a lot in this podcast, but now that I'm married to a Yankee that's Jewish, they are just sort of like, get your steak how you want it done. Shut up with all this confetching. It's like, get it how you want, you know. I mean, they still have food opinions, but they're sort of like, what do you mean? Who cares? Get the steak how you want it. We're paying for it. It's our experience. Get the steak how you want. You want anything you want. But um, so I really, nice. there really is like cultural opinion about someone who gets a steak well done. And oh uh, my God. Yes. I used to order my steak that way. And I went to Nobu with my sister. And yes, I didn't order fish. Okay? I've been there too. I've been yeah. there too. So I got the steak. And I used to, I was like younger. I used to get it medium well or whatever. And I said, you know, they're like, how would you like it cooked? And I was like, medium well. And the waiter literally just goes, medium. Ew. And I was like, no, medium well. And she's like, medium. <gasps> and it happened like three times. And then finally, I was like, yeah, medium. Yeah, medium's good. Thanks. Well, that really is the conclusion of this conversation because I trained myself to get my steaks medium because of. Yeah other people's opinions on food. There you go. I used to get ketchup with my steak when I was growing up. As a kid does. Yeah. And my parents would make me like whisper it, you know, (laughs) or they'd ask for me, but like they'd whisper it. They'd be like, she likes some ketchup. You know what I mean? Like it was like, wait, that reminds me of that. Like, Neil Simon monologue that every little boy does when they're like 11 or 12. And it's like, my aunt got (laughs) and you have to like keep whispering that the aunt got cancer because you can't say the word cancer. Yeah. Anyway. You can't say the word ketchup around steak either. (laughs) Anyway, give us your your complaint. Let's hear it. Okay. This is so crazy because Chelsea and I do not discuss prior to the podcast. Yeah. But literally, my complaint for today is when you're at a restaurant and someone asks the waiter, what should I order? Oh, yeah. What's your opinion? Okay. I understand that my experience of the world is not everyone else's, but I have been a waiter and Mm -hmm. I was trained as a waiter that when someone asks, you always answer with whichever dish is more expensive. And I know that that's not true and real, but I was trained to do that by some shysty person who trained me on who it was. Also, I know that some waiters love their jobs and some are really compassionate about their uh, tables getting gorgeous service. But like... 
I don't think anyone is as invested in your meal as you are. <laughs> Unless it's like a balabusta mother that's like slaved away and whatever. Like yeah. the waiter doesn't care. The waiter has no opinion for what you should eat. The waiter <laughs> might not eat fish. So right. you're going to then go into a back and forth about, oh, well, I don't actually like fish. So, oh, what do you, oh, so then what is your opinion? Oh, I, it just drives me crazy. Choose what it is that you want in your stupid stomach. Don't ask someone else <laughs> who you're paying to bring it to the table. They don't care. Their opinion is irrelevant. It's possible they're going to tell you the most expensive. Who knows? Who cares? No one's trying to make friends with someone that they're turning tables. I'm not interested in being your friend. I'm going to be polite. I'm going to be pleasant. And then I'm going to give you your check and you're going to give me my tip. That's the end of the transaction. <laughs> Always be pleasant. Don't right, snap sure. your fingers. But don't ask the waiter for their opinion about what you're eating that you're just going to shit out later. Like It makes me <laughs> so wow. mad. Okay. I hear you. I feel like I fall on both sides of this because as the person like working or like as someone that, that empathizes with the waiter, I can understand how it's just like, I just want to get out of here. Like how many more hours until my shift is done, you know? But then I've definitely done that at like going to restaurants. I've been like, do you prefer the this or the that? And I think I'm hoping that the waiter is going to be like, oh my God, you have to get the fried chicken. It's the best like Correct. thing in the world. So let me clarify. Yeah. Asking a this or that is also right. annoying, but there is a distinction here. If, if it's out of genuine, like, wow, I really can't decide. Can yeah. you help me decide? Yes. Versus someone that's like, hey, uh, hey, let's take What's up some time. Here? Like, tell me what... What do you right. recommend, Mr. Man? And it's like, yeah. what are you performing to the like? What? No one is in, into into this. This is disgusting. Agreed. Wow, I'm so glad we got both of those complaints out in the open and on the outside. Get it out. Agreed. You know, no need to hold on to that. Why don't we jump into some inside stories <laughs> from Yelp, Amazon, Google reviews, TripAdvisor? What do you think about that? Looking up some online written reviews and dissecting and breaking them down, Chels. I think that's a really good idea, Trey. I don't know oh, what made you think of that, but... It just came to me off the top of my head. Like, maybe that would be something interesting <laughs> yeah. for us to do. Yeah. And now that you mention it, yeah, that would be great. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. As you know, we are your trusty review queens. We were just joking before. We obviously know our role very well. Exactly. We each bring in a review from the internet that we feel needs to be inspected. We read you the review. We break it down. We inspect it. We talk about it. And then we rate the impact of the review on a scale from one to five crowns. It's a very regal process that we like to call... Assess that kvetch. And kvetch means complaint. That's great. This is this is better than Yiddish with Dick and Jane, which I also own. Um, <laughs> kvetch means complaint. Kvetch, Jane, kvetch. Anyway, um, <laughs> Trey, I think you're first because I went first last time, right? Good job. That's right. Yeah. Yay. I remember things. Okay. Take it away, RQ. Review that review. Okay, I'm excited for today because I have a review from Amazon.com. Okay. I also want to give a little shout out right here. A listener named Danielle oh. sent me a review for something that was very funny. And it mm -hmm. sent me down a spiral. And I landed on this review, which is not the one that Danielle sent. But I wouldn't have gotten here if it had not been for Danielle. So thank you, Danielle. Yes, thank you. Thank God for Danielle. Thank God. Okay. Thank God. So, but we should hear the review that she sent to another time. It's coming. Okay. 
All right. So today, my review is a one-star review from Amazon.com written by Santino. No last name. Just like he's like Oprah, Madonna, Santino. They also have no profile picture. So. Oh, okay. Great. Four, Nair hair remover, men body cream, (laughs) 368 milliliters pump. Okay. By Nair. Yeah. Oof. Been there. All right. Let's hear it from Santino. Santino subject is cherries of fire. Oh no. I had the absolute worst experience with this product. (laughs) I put the cream on my privates because I wanted to get rid of the hair. And so I tried it on one major spot below (laughs) my (laughs) V-line. And it came off pretty smooth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. At this point, I was like, quote, damn, if it can get this part real smooth and get off (laughs) all that hair, then I wonder how effective it will be on my cherries. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> I think we know where this is going. Okay. <clears throat> Not gonna look at you. That's when I learned what was to come next was the biggest mistake I've ever made <laughs> in my life. <sighs> I lathered the cream all over the parts that had hair and just waited in the bathroom with the shower on standby. <laughs> oh, no. After the recommended wait time, I turned on the shower and began washing off all the hair. Then after a few seconds, I felt a searing pain in my groin. <clears throat> right. <laughs> <sighs> Right below my cherries. cherries. <laughs> oh no. Oh dear. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> then after a few seconds, I felt a searing pain. <laughs> You've got to mute because I can't get through it. I just keep because it's coming through the headphones. So I'm just here, like <laughs> I just hear. Uh, I've already covered it. I yeah, covered I'm you me. with my I review. Me, me. <laughs> okay, just you have to join Patreon so you can see Chelsea laughing. Okay, I'm covering her. <clears throat> okay. Then after a few seconds, I felt a searing pain in my groin, right below my cherries. And I swear to you, this was pain like no other. I went to check the source, and I had a very small chemical burn right below my cherries. The water only made things worse, and I was doing my best to wash off all the cream while enduring the worst pain I had ever felt. As I was washing it off, I made another fatal mistake. I went to the tip. And I was in even more pain than I was already in to begin with. So I finished washing it off, got out of the shower, and immediately did a fetal position in bed with this nonstop searing pain. 
I desperately looked online for information on how to stop the pain. And sources said I had to dip my cherries in some warm water for several days until the pain subsided. So I did that. And the pain did, in fact, go away when it was in the water. And I swear to you, this lasted a whole seven or eight days. And going to the bathroom was impossible without a feeling of searing pain. I seriously do not recommend this product at all because it gave me the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. It might as well be used as a torture method because that's seriously how bad it was. All the hair did come of, but at what cost? Everything. Oh my God, that was an experience. Wait, I I really was not anticipating this being like, I didn't anticipate the laughing. So I I mean, I thought it was funny that this, that Santina refers to it as cherries, but I didn't think that it would tickle me, but wow, it really tickled us. Oh my God, that was so funny. I've never heard anyone call them cherries before. Me either. I actually haven't either. But I thought it was a great, (laughs) great substitute for this forum because I obviously immediately knew. Yes. It's funny because using this code name, yeah, I then felt icky when Santina used the word tip. It made me feel like, oh, wait, yeah. what? No, we're talking about cherries. Oh, I know. Let's go back to cherries. Yeah. Also, 85 people found this helpful. Oh, my God. Okay. What's your thoughts? First of all, I've been there, Santino. I've been there. I, I've dappled quite a bit with the Nair. Oh, and me too. Even on the legs. Here's like where I'm confused, but I guess maybe this sounds like it was a different experience. In my, like one time I had, you know, whatever, chub rub in the middle of my legs and I put some like Nair on it and it burned like immediately. And then I was like, I got to get this off like right now. And then it still was an experience for a few days. So I wonder, Santino had no, usually you get like a warning sign, like right before it happens. It seems like in Santino's experience, he waited the full eight minutes or whatever it was. And then it wasn't until he was in the shower, like washing everything off. Yeah, good point. That he started to feel the pain, which again, not, not denying what happened here this is serious but like that was that was surprising to me well sometimes i have experience with uh chest hair yeah i had to use nair when i was doing a play as a drag queen mm-hmm. so i had to like do it constantly and it does like i feel like it's like the wiping of the washcloth that kind of activates activates it yeah so so much here first of all like too much of a good thing santino like if we would have just stopped at the v right we would have been okay you know but that's not what we do as humans we need once we find something good we're just like the curiosity mind starts going if this then what about this i mean i don't have my own cherries obviously but i imagine that's a scent that's a very sensitive skin you know i don't know i i would think i wouldn't it wouldn't be like shocking to me that you would have this reaction not that i'm saying he asked for it but like i don't think on the box does it clarify or not like i don't think you're supposed to use it for that 
it's interesting because now Nair makes a specific product called like private. Or something. Right. Like even for, for the women, it's like there's a separate Nair that's bikini. There's like bikini Nair and then there's regular Nair. And it's like you would never use regular Nair on the bikini Nair because that would be a real you know catastrophe like Santino. Clearly, a poor guy. But you know? to your point, I appreciate that Santino literally quotes their thought process like how yeah. you're saying it's like yeah. we always want to we go one step too far well, and- yeah or like which like you can follow the narrative at least yeah i i appreciate that and i've had the burn it's terrible oh yeah it's a terrible gross well that was that was a question that occurred to me like first of all this whole process of seven or eight days of having to like mm-hmm. tea bag your cherries and water <laughs> like that is the most outrageous Ugh. visual in the world but yeah. also like wouldn't it hurt like just being in underwear oh like, i'm sure everything hurt like that's the thing like it's it's a torture woo. you can't avoid it do you think mm-hmm. that this is um real i do i do too yeah i do too. i totally do because i could see this happening i could see someone even like going to the er for something like oh this. Like, yeah and also like the only funny thing about the review is the use of the phrase cherries right i don't think santino's trying to be funny i think santino's like, i don't think he is but like it was hilarious like i was dying i don't know i i thought it was like very funny that's why i was a little disappointed the only spelling error comes yeah at the second to last sentence. I know I noticed that. It's so unfortunate. Yeah, we almost wanted to do a rewrite for him, but we can't. I know, I know. We wouldn't be doing our job. I mean, God, the the tip situation, <laughs> horrendous. Especially after you're already experiencing cherries of fire. I'm having a, like a visceral response to this, like just reading it, and I don't even have cherries so like i i imagine <laughs> any man <laughs> reading this would probably be like this would be very impactful i would think i, I don't oh, think yeah. it's gonna stop anyone from ordering it but we gotta give santino credit where credit is due and say he's a good samaritan he took one for the team that's what you know? yes yes like i don't know where that falls on the review because it, it it's like is it gonna make me not buy the product like probably not but is it gonna teach me a hard lesson mm. that i don't need to go down this road on my own yes yes it would so it's like if anybody's thinking about buying this and reading through the products and thinking about getting a little bit freaky with their cherries in the nair don't dip it there it's not like a dollop of daisy it's a dollop of fire crazy you know what I mean? um, crazy i mean a lot of reviews for nair mention just chemical burns in general because it is right. like it is like searing i mean the use of the word searing ooh, yeah ooh, mm. ooh. but yeah I, I do feel like this review it's listed as 85 people found it helpful but i think that this is like should go on labels i mean i think this should be like yeah this is the warning like you don't do this like this is this is for your chest hair yeah leg hair Aren't like if you're a swimmer don't and you got greedy, just don't do the private Mm-mm. sensitive areas. That's just insane. keep it, keep it above the belt and Woo. below the belt, but not at the belt. You know, if you were Santino's grandmother, would you hang this on the fridge? Oh, no. I mean, first of all, if I were Santino, I don't know that I would be passing my cherry review along <laughs> to my grandmother. I mean, I really feel for Santino here. I think, I think in terms of like his um, empathy response, high. 
Oh, yeah. I think that Nair is so funny to me because it's like anything in life that is just like easy and breezy. There's always a consequence. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, it's like Nair's like, listen, like we created this amazing thing where instead of like getting on your, I don't know, hands and knees, shaving, doing all kinds of things, all you have to do is lather up, right? Like, it's a great thing, but it comes at a cost. Oh, and it smells so bad. It smells heinous. But like, yes, it it's going to burn if you leave it on too long or if you put it in the wrong area. <laughs> I don't know. It's so interesting when, when it comes to crowning like these kind of products, because I feel like Nair, it's just something we all know. We all know these facts about it. If we're going to buy Nair, I find that like if I'm going on Amazon to buy Nair, is it because I'm like, what is this strange hair removing device or right. have I used it? But like, it's possible like teenagers are born every day. And, right. you know, if you, <laughs> if, if you haven't considered this, right, then yeah. like, I do think it's valuable. I also yeah. appreciate that Santino offers a value to Nair by saying, look, this could be used as a torture device. Like, right. He, Santino is not belittling the company, going angrily at them. It's actually just saying like, wow, this killed me. My poor cherries. I shouldn't have done it. And for the love of God, don't Don't. make the same mistake. Don't do it. Okay. Anything else you feel like we need to consider before we crown? I don't think so. The... The spelling is exceptional, except for that one part, the grammar. Yeah. I think, you know, I believe. Yeah, let's crown it. Let's crown. All right. So Chelsea and I each have our own set of one to five crown cards. In an effort to be fair and not influenced by one another's cherries, we will simultaneously <laughs> reveal our ratings. Good one. The queens are tabulating. I think I know. Do you know? Okay. I think I know. Yeah. I'm doing it. <gasps> wow. Trey gave it five crowns. The ultimate review queen. I gave it four crowns today. Trey, tell us why Santino is a review queen. I was going to do four and a half, but I just based on how it landed in the room today, I really mm-hmm. didn't. I honestly didn't think it would like be hard to, to get through. Yeah. I, I, I believe that Santino did not slander or slur Nair. They shared their experience, which I do believe is going to be very common for people because it Definitely. is a area. Um, I think that they stayed directly to the point. And um, it was highly entertaining and hilarious, but not intentionally. Yeah. And I b- appreciated that it wasn't vulgar. And I just think it's a really huge like Surgeon General warning here from Santino for free. <laughs> so for that yeah. reason, I gave it five crowns. Ultimate, ultimate, ultimate. What about you? Tell me about four. Yeah, I was also kind of between four and five. I, I pulled out my half crown. I thought about doing the four and a half. The only reason why I took anything off, and I don't really know if this is necessarily Santino's fault, is just that I don't think that it would keep me from putting it in the cart. That's it. Like, I think that I would read this and be like, thank you, Santino, like well worth the four crowns for just the knowledge alone, but I'm going to use it on just my V and just avoid the cherries. So right. like, you, you mean know, the V line, the V line. Yeah. That, yes. oof, that V. Yeah. Everybody, <laughs> everybody knows a good V, the V line, um, not, not v. the V. <laughs> That's true. Okay. I should clarify. <laughs> 
<laughs> Nair for men on your V. This is for men. I'm talking about that V muscular thing that's like yeah, underneath guys that have like eight packs. Anyway, so yeah, that was like why I, I took the was considering between half and and a full because I don't think it would cause me to take an a direct action in terms of consuming Correct. the product. Fair. That's totally yeah. fair. Great. All right. Thanks, Santino. Oh we hope so your cherries are funny. better. Santino, um, I wait. yeah, like thank you for for the lessons and the entertainment because that was hilarious. Woof. All right. Well, we did the first one, so let's go on a quick little break, and when we come back, we can take a journey deep into Chelsea's review. Oh my goodness! Can't wait. Brb. Hold your crown. We'll be right back. Oh, wow. Hey, queens. Look, we know that it can get super annoying to constantly be asked to rate and review. Look, aside from the fact that our podcast is literally all about reviews, the reason we are asking is because it's important for us to know what you, the listener, are thinking of the show so far. What do you love? What do you want less of? When you rate and review us, we get to hear what is resonating with you, and then you get a say. Now, as you know, Review That Review is an independent podcast, which means we gather all of our metrics based on what our community is telling us. We have made it easier to rate and review us with a super cute hyperlink hanny, lovethepodcast.com slash queens. It's also just one little click away in the show description below. We honestly really do appreciate it. Now back to the show. Welcome back, listeners, and it is time for us to take a quick spin on the Merrill Go Round. I don't feel like an icon. Most of the days I feel like I can't. That's with an A. That's right. Get your admission tickets ready because it is about to go round. Um, <laughs> here's the deal. <laughs> I really, I was saving that. Okay, here's the deal. Trey and I have each picked a rotten, scathing, pithy one-star zinger. And with 30 seconds on the clock, not a second more, we'll take turns trying to recite the zinger in as many genres as possible. Just like Queen Meryl, who slays everything she does. True. Before the clock runs out. All right. So, Chelsea, you're first on the merry-go-round, and I am so excited for you to be jumping on Euphigenia the donkey. Oh, that sounded really... Why is everything that we're saying in this episode sounds very dirty? I don't know. Anyway, you're strapping into a donkey. (laughs) (laughs) Did you not get that? No, I did. I did. I did. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, yes, I'm your one star zinger. I'm strapping into my donkey. Uh, I have a one star zinger. It is from Google reviews for Applebee's uh, in Chatsworth. I love Applebee's. Me too. You can go in the neighborhood. Okay. So Felipe H says the saltiness food I've ever had. Stay away. Okay. I hope I can, that's a long one for me. All right. So you're all strapped into your donkey. Are you ready oh my God. for your trek around the merry-go-round? I, I suppose I'm ready. Yes. All right. Three, 
two, one. TLC reality go. show. The saltiness food I ever had. Stay away. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Opera diva. The saltiness food I've ever had. Stay away. Magic show. The saltiness food I've ever had. Stay away. Shakespeare. The saltiness food I ever had. Stay Court- away. Courtroom drama. Saltiness food I've ever had. Stay away. Three, two, one. That's all. That's all. Very good. You got five, my queen. Oh, that's good for a long one. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I feel good about that. I really love your magic show because you always have such regal magic hands. My magic hands. You have to. You can't be a magician without magic hands. That being said, Trey, let's, what do you, I mean, you're going to be strapped into, I don't know why I got this vision for you, but I was imagining like um, a giant magic eight ball that you're riding like a wrecking ball. (laughs) Like Miley Cyrus. Well, that goes with my zinger, actually. Oh, really? That was what that was what the universe handed me for you. Oh, well, I'm glad. So today, <laughs> my one star zinger is from Amazon Prime. Okay, it is a one star review from Genie B for <clears throat> big time toys, moon shoes, bouncy shoes, mini trampolines for your feet, one size black, new and improved, <laughs> bounce your way to fun, very durable, no tool assembly. Athletic development up to 160 oh pounds. Moon shoes. Oh my God. That's a wordy title. <laughs> this is Genie B's one star review. Okay. The subject is, is don't buy. Easy to break a ankle. Stupid product. Mm, okay. Well, strap on to that Magic Gate wrecking ball tray. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the cherries. <laughs> Okay, I'm ready. ready. All right, let's do it. Three, two, one, go! Teen drama. Easy to like break an ankle. Stupid product. Sports announcer. Easy to break an ankle. Stupid product. Game show. Easy to break an ankle. Stupid product. Opera diva. Easy to break an ankle. Stupid product. Auctioneer. Is it a regular ankle? Stupid product. True crime doc. Easy to break an ankle, stupid product. That's all. Did I give that to you? I'll give that to you. I do think think that literally every single time in the existence of life, uh game show has followed auctioneer for me. It's random. I always always mix them up. But anyway, Trey. What'd I get? You got six and you're the winner. (gasps) I was really hoping that... Thank you. Thank you. I was hoping I would get eight since I was on a magic eight ball. Well, I think the magic eight ball predicted that you would win and you did. So have you, did you ever have moon shoes as a kid? Did I, I don't oh, know. My I sister used them. to have those shoes that have the pump in them that like you can like. No, those were up. magic Jordans. Oh, okay. Well, those were air oh, pump, air magic. Air. air yeah. Pump. Yeah. That, yeah. No, these were like rubber band shoes that like you bounced around like you were on the moon. Oh, I don't. Oh my god, so. they were so cool. Anyway, all right, I won. <laughs> you won, winner. Good job. Review that review. All right, so we're back from that rousing, rousing, bouncing game break, and it's your turn, Chelsea. 
where is your review from this week? My review is from Sesame Place, which is in the Philadelphia area. I went there when I was a kid in like elementary school once. This is a Yelp review written by Sarah R. How does Sarah spell her name? Sarah spells her name. Good question. Sarah spells her name S-A-R-A. Sarah R. One star review of Sesame Place. Criminals and thieves. They continue to charge past members and won't refund for character dines that they canceled. They refuse to answer questions about season pass members and tickets and won't answer phone calls or messages. They close their doors due to the shutdown, but still believe they have a right to charge for a park they won't be opening. Mm. This is a class action suit in the making. Refund all our money for character dines and passes. No one will want to go to your germ-infested park if you even open this year. They are criminals. When asked for a refund for the two dines they canceled in March, St. Pat's, and Easter, they said only credits would be issued, and I'd have to pay the difference when I retook in the summer because those dines cost more. Then they told me, I couldn't combine those two dines to equal and actually surpass the price of a summer dine. They are thieves. They also said no refunds of any kind for season pass holders. They continue to charge month after month for passes we can't use Mm. because did they just copy this? No. Okay. They continue to charge month after month for passes we can't use because of the shutdown. They say they will give us Sesame dollars to use in their gift shop. They also refuse to commit to an exact dollar amount. No one wants their crap. And I don't want to go to the park even if they open because they can't keep it in clean and crowds down before this mess happened. So no way they do it now. Little babies are germ magnets. They are assholes. Crowds, if they open, no way can they operate at normal capacity. You are always arm in arm. If they reduce the number of people allowed in the park, they will be at capacity before the crowd already lined up waiting for the gates to open are through. They are liars. This park is a mess. (laughs) These owners are hiding. They have no clue what they are doing and hoping we shut up and go away. I want a full refund for everything now. They should be in jail. (laughs) Wow. Okay, wait. I oh wait, 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 wait. I have to start this by asking, what is Sesame Place? Okay, so Sesame Place is a it's a theme park with Sesame Street characters, basically. And then what is the they say the word dine over and over? What does that mean? I know. So dine, I'm assuming like, you know, character dining experiences. So it's like have dinner with Elmo. And if you're a member or whatever, you get X amount of those. But then the ones in the summer may be like Elmo and friends. And it's like way more expensive. So that's what I think. Okay, so here's what I I mean, I let me let you go first. Go well, go first. Well, I'm also curious. I wish that we had created 
listeners, you should maybe go back, rewind, and play a drinking game every time <laughs> uh, Sarah R uses the word criminal or thief or liar. Or they, or they are. Or they, oh, if you played they are, you'd be dead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway. Right, tell me what is, okay. Tell Here's my feel. Okay, so this is what I feel like. I, this is what I feel like happened. I feel like Sarah R wrote three, four drafts of the same thing. Yes, <laughs> that's correct. She just decided to put them all Whoa. in instead. Like it's like every single one of these paragraphs are the same, except they either end with they are criminals, they are thieves, they are assholes, they are liars, they should be in jail. Yes. Like other than that, each paragraph is the same information. When I was reading the third paragraph, I had to stop because I thought I was reading the first paragraph again. Yes. Like it is absurd. The redundancy I mean, this review is ridiculous. And it is interesting because I think the point here is outrageously valid, but the deliverance is so horrifying. Like, I mean, because I do have a question. Who, yes. who owns Sesame Street? Isn't that like, oh, this isn't, this is Sesame Place? Because whoever that owner, like, can't you go to your credit card company and be like, stop Dispute payment on the this? charge? Yeah. Yeah, you probably could do that. I wonder why she doesn't do that. But I don't but know. regardless, that's already like asking too much. Like, why are they still charging passes? Like, everything was closed. Yeah, down. I mean, well, that's the problem is that like Sarah R did have a message somewhere within yes. this. Sarah R's delivery. Was Children not are good. nasty germ people or whatever she wrote. Yeah, I mean, oh, that got me. Yeah, I mean, but she said the same thing. She said. And that's why I'm saying like, it's literally like she made multiple drafts of this of like the same mm-hmm. thing. So the first paragraph ends with no one, no one will want to go to your germ infested park. If you ever open this year, they are criminals. And then the third paragraph that I thought was the same is little babies are germ magnets. They are assholes. And also who's assholes, the babies. Yeah, I was. At, that's what I thought at first. Like in this sentence, you know what I mean? But then their whole point is like, why are you charging us if you're not open? And then it's like, you can't open because you're germy. So it's like, wait, what? Isn't your point that you want your money back? Like, what? Do you, what? I just think Sarah R thought that she was being so creative with this review because if you look at it and the way it's like divided up into paragraphs and each one ends with they are something with an exclamation point, oh. it was like Sarah R was asked to submit her graduation speech. And she was like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to end with the same sentence and really pack a punch. I mean, that really feels like like an exercise we did in like middle school exactly. like, r- language class where you had right. to like end each paragraph with a repeating theme. Right. But the idea behind doing that is like, I bring you deeper and deeper and deeper into understanding the situation. And then I'm repeating the initial statement and it means something different and more significant each time you hear it. But that doesn't. That does not occur for Sarah R. So, okay. So we get the grammatical structure here. What about the spelling? Is there stuff going on there? Yeah. So about a third of the way through. In the beginning, I was thinking college educated and like polished. About a third of the way through, we started having some copy editing errors. That's when I was like, is there a cut and paste here that's like incorrect? Because it felt very redundant. It's very obvious that they want it to look a certain way on the screen and it does look a certain way. But in terms of like spelling and grammar, is this person a spelling and grammar queen? No, Sarah R made, made some errors here on that as well. 
That just reminded me of like in school when you would have to write a 500 word essay. And so, you mm-hmm. know, like, okay, it has to look this long and be this many characters, exactly. but the actual like material inside is just, you're, re- you're repeating sentences in different ways because right. you're hoping that you'll be the one essay that the teacher doesn't actually read. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So if I was just looking at this just by looks alone, like when I saw it, as I was scrolling through, yeah, you're I was attracted like, to it. Yeah, I was. Cause it like, yeah. looked. I was like, Oh, this, these paragraphs, I got these caps and Oh, assholes, by the way, um, was written Money signs? in it. Yes. I had to know. I don't know. But as a, I think a creative choice, because we're talking about them being money, kind of like money grubbing. Yeah. Like whatever. So they are assholes does have dollar signs in it and assholes, jail, liars, thieves, and criminals, all caps. I'm, I'm curious here. I mean, it does sound like it would be fun. I'm, I'm curious. I do think that this is all because of the global pandemic. So I'm, right. I'm struggling here with, this is a common experience or a fluke because right. it's closed currently still, I'm imagining. And so, I mean, I guess there is some sort of an impact because... Yeah, I mean... It definitely seems like this is a common issue amongst people that were pass holders. Yes, exactly. And I think maybe this is the type of thing where if you're a family and you live in the area, it's like pretty common to get a pass. This is interesting to me. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Do you think that Sarah's being truthful? I do. I believe her. Yeah. Them. I believe them. I just think that they should have maybe like made their their point a little bit more direct. I think Sarah could have cut two of these seven paragraphs and the point would have been more uh, clear because it would have been more succinct. Yeah. I think maybe like in the future, we'll have a segment where we do the editing for Sarah and then we say, <laughs> does it pack up better punch? That's really funny. I mean, yeah. all right. Anything else here? Mm, I don't think so. I think I'm ready to crown it. Are you? It, it's interesting to me that early in the review, Sarah yeah. mentions that this is a cl- class action suit waiting to happen. Sarah, yeah. maybe... I, I wonder if Sarah's in pre-law. Thanks for saying that. At first, when I was reading the first paragraph, I thought Sarah seemed like a lawyer or a law student to me. But then as things went on, I was like, Ugh. she lost her argument towards oh, the she, end. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Objection. You know? Objection, your honor. You may cross-examine <laughs> the witness. All right. I'm ready yeah. to crown it. I'm ready. Let's do it. The queens are tabulating. Uh, you ready? Yeah, all right. Total school. Oh, I, so I have yeah. two and Chelsea has two and a half. I almost did two and a half. I almost did one and a half. I went, yeah. I, I explained first. So why don't you explain? I'll explain. Um, so I did two and a half because I felt like the information is probably truthful and valid. I think season pass holders are getting screwed over. And I think that this is something that like, maybe there will be a class action. And if I was someone that got season pass, maybe I I would want to know that there's others out there like me. But other than that, it was like, she lost the argument for me and just the repeated over and over again. It was theatrically funny to me, the like, these are whatever. But in terms of it being an impactful review or calling Sarah our review queen, I mean, I wasn't ready to take it there. Why did you, why'd you do two? Same for me. I really did feel that like this will have to be addressed once the world is back and normal. But I also recognize the pinch of this money constantly being taken out and no one is is addressing it or 
doing anything to rectify the situation and we're in this situation. So it's it's difficult for Sarah and for families if you are having right. challenges financially and this closed park keeps taking your money. Like I recognize and it would be frustrating yeah. that they said, we'll give you sesame dollars, but like they don't tell you what the actual, like I recognize this is a problem. Right. To me, it feels like I didn't even know what Sesame Place was. So if I was researching, it's currently closed. So you can't go anyway. I'm right. maybe making that up, but I don't know. It just felt to me that it's the information is truthful. I'm trusting, but it's just sort of like it doesn't, it wouldn't stop me from going. Yes. So for that reason, I gave it just, I just gave it two crowns. We're very, we're very much on the same page with Sarah R. High five. High five to us. All right, my queen. Well, we have reached the most regal portion of our show. Chelsea, who are you going to induct today for? My Royal Highness. I'm so glad you asked, Trey. So I'm going to do, it's like a bit of a broad category tonight for my Royal Highness, but I'm going to give my Royal Highness to all the dogs out there. (gasps) It's like dogs, dogs are just so great and they add so much value to our life. And I don't know what my life would be without a dog. And I just, I adore them. And I think that they're just the most amazing creatures. And I think it was like National Dog Day a couple of days ago, but also let's celebrate the dogs every day because they, they do so much for us and our well-being and dogs are great. So I'm going to make dogs my Royal Highness. I love that. Thanks. And between the two of us, I mean... I love dogs too. I think that they need to be loved and pet always. It's overdue. And never trust someone who doesn't like dogs. Just going to say, I said it. There, I said it. Uh, I said it. said it. Yeah, you said it. It's a good thing to say. Okay, Trey. Who are you inducting for? My Royal Highness. (laughs) Okay, so today, I feel like I've turned this into like a book report. But today, I am inducting Keurig. Okay. Now, I understand that there's a little bit of controversy around Keurig because it's a lot of environmental waste with the plastic Mm K-cups. So I'm not necessarily addressing the K-cups themselves. I'm addressing the conceit of a single-serve coffee maker, which is Keurig in my estimation. So I did a little research, and the inventors, John Sylvan and Peter Dragone, were actually college roommates... Oh, wow. And I know, which is crazy. Peter was working in finance for Chiquita Bananas. And John Sylvan was wow. really trying to figure out how to solve the problem with office coffee, always sitting and just getting more bitter and dark as the day went on, which is such an interesting like conceit that like you're just like thinking about, oh, this is a problem. It should be fixed. And so they joined forces and created... Keurig. Wow. And I love Keurig. I will never forget the day I had been dating David for several years and his mother noticed that I spent a lot of money going to Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks every day. And as a gift, she bought me a Keurig. And it was like so meaningful to me. And I, I mean, I use my Keurig multiple times a day. I'm definitely obsessed with coffee and it really makes my life better because I don't want to brew a whole pot. And it just really is awesome. And they do have environmentally friendly K-cups where you can pour your coffee beans in and you wash it out and you're not using plastic. Also, this was a fun fact. John Sylvan was trying to come up with a name for the company and was researching the Dutch word for excellence. Hmm. So then I Googled 
<laughs> a Dutch, a Dutch word? word for excellence, and it is not Keurig. It's some, <laughs> it's some Dutch word that is like nowhere near Keurig. So I don't know if that's like a made up thing on Wikipedia, whatever. Oh. Regardless, Keurig, you are absolutely without any reservation my inductee today for my royal highness wow try you are a research queen it deserves five stars it could almost be its own podcast you know well thank you thank you thank you (laughs) amazing Um, yes just the best i love it this is the, the best the best part of the show for sure do we have time though for a royal review do we think oh girl Oh, girlfriend, girlfriend, don't get wacky crazy. You know, we always got time for that. Maybe it's time for some royal reviews. Today's royal review is also from Apple Podcasts. Listener Peaches, one, two, three, four, five, seven, nine. Peaches does not like the number eight for some Or reason. six. Oh. You took my yeah, joke. Did- I was going to do that at the end, but you totally, oh, you totally clocked it. It's okay. Keep going. Okay. Five star review, and then underneath the five stars, Peaches has done five crowns, which is oof, what a queenly move, Peaches. Okay, she says, My self sabotaging brain tends to delve into dark and twisty podcasts, but that's not so great for my mental health. This hilarious podcast is a welcome midweek reprieve that brings me so much joy. The hosts are so professional and entertaining that it seems as though they've been podcasting for years. I really do look forward to every episode and only wish it came out more than once a week. Five crowns, queens. Oh, peaches. That's so nice. That was so nice. What a mensch. I love that Peaches uh, mentions mental health, which is so very important. I'm also a consumer of true crime podcasts. And I just, I love their love for us. And I appreciate them wanting more. Isn't that nice? So nice. And also, yeah, I agree. The mental health thing, it's its like one of the things I tell myself when I feel like what I do isn't worth anything. It's just like what we do is we entertain and I need to be entertained all the time. Just like watching comedies makes me feel so much better. So the fact that I could be even like the tiniest part of Peach's day. Ugh, God, wow. I'm getting a little verklempt, right? Well, thank you, Peaches. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, seven, nine. That makes me think of um, why is six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. Uh, thank you, Peaches. We appreciate the review. Yes, thank you. We really do appreciate it. So, Queen, we've done it. That's another round on the R-U-A-R-Q Ferris wheel uh, of love. I love that so much better than the ear holes thing. Good job. Okay. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend. If you didn't like what you heard, please tell an enemy. Y'all, don't be shy. Hit up our voicemail box, 1-850-REVIEW-0. We'll take a review. We'll take a complaint. We'll take a My Royal Highness inductee. We'll take stories about left-hand discrimination. (laughs) We'll take stories about cherry burns, whatever. Call in. We want to hear from you. Yeah, call in just to say hi and... Kiki, I don't know. You can tell us a joke. Tell us a joke. Tell us a joke that I can tell my niece and nephews. Always looking for those. So anyway, you can also, if you're just so inclined, follow us on all the socials at the Review Queens. And I'm Chelsea BD, and that's Chelsea with a Y. And I'm at Trey Gerald. That's Gerald with two R's (laughs) and a G. (laughs) Like a vault. 
Become a member of the Royal Court by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash review that review. And our entry level starts at just $5 a month. It's true. You can also watch live clips from our recording sessions on YouTube. And remember, ignore the haters. You're a queen. Gender non-specific queenies. Of course. Bye. Bye. Toodles. Cheerio. Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don with editing and sound design by Trey Gerald. With voiceover talents by Eva Kaminsky, our cover art was designed by Logo Bora, and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. My cherries! <laughs> do not do that. <laughs>